listen to me Josh I'm going to tell you something that's going to change your life get a girlfriend <laughs> right, keep speaking. my name is Ben and uh, today I've got a wee bit of a episode because Josh is the heavy lifter and I'm just the guy that kind of like sits there and goes don't touch it, don't touch it. I didn't touch it yeah, you're right. I'm not touching it. I didn't. I didn't touch it. I was doing that. I can hear it. <laughs> what are you trying to fill? <laughs> what are you trying to fill? I'm not whom, a human. I'm whom? A whom are you trying? To... Whom are you <laughs> trying to fool? I'm not a human. I'm a thing. <laughs> said the materialist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I even like. Yeah, you can hear that. Yeah, there's good acoustics in my room. Right. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to acoustics. Welcome to another. The grind. Yeah. Welcome to don't another. Stump the grind. Don't kill you. Shut up. Let me do my episode. Don't move. I'm not right. moving. Three, two. Wait. Hang on. Go. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome back to ATT. Uh. It's going to be a me episode now, a Ben episode, because Josh is the heavy lifter and I'm just sort of the guy that sits in the back and goes, yeah, yeah, no, no, wow, wow, you know. But wow. today I decided that um, I should do a little bit of studying myself, and um, but for you that know me, I waffle a lot and I just sort of go all over the place. But I'll, well. I'll try and keep him on the street now. Good man, good man. Right, so basically... Um, I'm just going to read, probably, I'm going to open this with, again, reading from the Bible... Um, some of you will be like, oh, but you know, it's my favorite book and it's also our podcast. So we don't really care what you think. So, <laughs> um, I'm just going to read from Romans, Romans 12 here. Um, and, uh, just to give you a little bit of a, of a heads up, a living sacrifice, gifts of grace and the marks of the true Christian. So Ben, what's the goal for this episode? The goal of this episode is to give people a general idea on how to make the world a better place, how to fix society in its loosest sense. So I'm gonna be working overtime to make sure he doesn't mess up. You also, don't, don't, I don't know what he's gonna say. Yeah. So, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> right. So uh, Romans twelve one to the end. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, which according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, and the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, Hold fast to what is good. And that's the main verse I want us to focus on today. But love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. 
Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Contribute to the show, or sorry, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, for by doing so you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, this uh, passage, and I'm just going to look at this next... Uh, yeah, so this passage is probably top three in the entire bible for me i absolutely love it it's yep. glorious uh, i'm just gonna read that main verse again let love be genuine abhor what is evil hold fast to what is good is there anything wrong with what that is said do you think like would anyone disagree with that probably <laughs> give me an example of someone disagreeing I... with let love be genuine abhor what is evil hold fast to what is good They'll probably get annoyed at the speaker for saying like a ban. Oh, ban! Do the passage again. Let love be genuine. If I wasn't even reading for the Bible, and I just said, "Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good." I don't think. I don't think there is a reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I'm saying there's. I'm sure there's some guy. Yeah, but don't don't think too hard about it. Literally, no no one's gonna be like, ah, no, I'm gonna love what is evil. Everybody knows evil is evil. Nobody's really on the side of evil. Nobody wants to be on the side of evil. No right rational person anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so why why have I decided to try and bring together a bit of notes, a bit of collection to try and fix? said society well what is a society a society is a collection of people living together blah 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 that kind of aspect right in fact if i were to get you the definition of um society so i'm just going to type up what is uh what is the definition of why is this not working the opposite of barbarianism the uh, a collection of group of people you the hold to a single uh, the aggregate of, of people living together in a more or less ordered community pretty much uh, yeah. an organization or club formed for a particular purpose or activity so yeah so the the aggregate of people living together in a more or less ordered community that's ordered yes not chaotic right now it got me thinking right the perfect society is a society where everybody is just one big happy family the idea that people are looking at each other with brotherly compassion. Yeah. You know, people are helping each other off the streets. It's pretty much a lovely utopia. Uck, you want to help with the shop in there? Uck, here, I'll park your car in there. It's a tight space. Uck, you know, I'll come over, help you clean the windows. You know, that's that's like, you know, that's a happy little village. It makes me think of, you know, where everyone's just, you know, lovely and jubbly and all of that. Well, the Bible, right? Um, I think well, the main thing that stands out in the Bible is family values. You know, it starts with a family, pretty much. 
um you know god as the father and his children and then the whole bible is pretty much us being christians being told that they are the children of god god being our father our uh savior you know that kind of brothers and sisters aspect. in christ brothers and sisters like, there's just families everywhere in the bible um because life starts off in a family you know and um, we all have families good or bad um i can't judge you know my family is pretty bonkers like i'm one of seven kids you know and we're all insane anyway what then would a society look like if we adopted the values what we adopt in a family would it be good or bad um well that's that's essentially the idea of uh, communism because you think Oof. about think about the you're like oh crap I've created communism no I uh, hate communism so, so much. you think about the idea of communism commune community right it's just a big family is is the is the idea anyway um, but this thing is you can't I don't know where you're going with this so yeah um, just give it your best I'll, shot I'll give guy. I'll give um, <laughs> Depends what way you're. If you, if you cannot. Right. So prob- first, let, me, let me speak for a second. Yeah, the yeah. problem with communism or having institutionalized fam, so-called family values, like oh, right, well, we'll help each other, blah, blah blah. But if that's written into the actual written law, or or if that's commanded from someone who's unwilling, that is much worse. Yeah, the Bible does not teach us how to rebuild a perfect society. The Bible tells us to adapt to any kind of society. Communism, right, is in it sounds great. Oh, everyone's equal, but it's it's just not. It's responsible for a lot of deaths, and normal people are responsible for being looking like psychopaths and stuff like that. So, but the thing I said though was the main thing that there's a, there's a hierarchy. There's fathers, sisters, brothers, mothers, blah blah blah. blah oh yeah all equal in their own way but well actually parents are the leaders of the home there's now, an authority there's an authority exactly now the overarching authority of the bible is obviously god and the people that then do things in the bible the heroes of the bible so moses joshua david jesus um paul list every you know, every those, those kinds of the heroes of the bible the well-known heroes of the bible are sort of like they're they're there for a reason for us obviously to learn from them um to give you a brief example david right he was described as a man after god's own heart yet he did two very evil things he pretty much sentenced the man to his death after sleeping with his wife so he wouldn't find out yeah and had a baby from it (laughs) you know so he was in a bit of a and he was also like the most powerful man at the time in that area you know so what am i getting at with this kind of societal kind of thing well the bible teaches us to be humble teaches us humility teaches us to as i said hate evil and always pursue goodness right right can you describe to me josh what 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 do you think somebody describe somebody who's always pursuing the good the right good stuff Someone who is always pursuing the good. Hmm. Someone who, when they see another person, they they don't uh they don't they don't objectify them. They don't see what they represent in in lower things. They represent. They see the highest. 
So an idea would be uh, try and live like when everyone sees you, they see Jesus. And when you see everyone else, try and see Jesus in them. Right. There you go. That's like, see, to ask you that because you would just immediately say it better than me. But so there's this then, I said in this previous episode, there's three good people, three kinds of good people. There's the those who fight for goodness, those who help the fighters, those who do nothing. And as and I explained this last time, those who do nothing, it's like, oh, well, they're not good. Well, they are good. You know, people are generally good people. You know, they're all families. They all got responsibilities. They're all doing the best they can. Um, the thing that separates the people who do nothing than the other two is courage. And courage, I think, is not the biggest, but probably a good third biggest attribute in the entirety of the Bible. Uh, Josh is full of, look, Josh, be not afraid. I've commanded you, I'm with you. Okay, but thanks, Ben. Thanks, ben. Yeah, thanks, ben. No oh, wait. <laughs> I meant Josh in the Bible. Uh, you don't mean me. You're not with me. I'm with you, Josh. Um, You know, this idea, there's there's this fear that's always conquered when you're on the side of God. And it's not even when you're on the side of God in the first place. It's when God comes to you and and you're like, ah, wait, now I'm on the side of God. So there's that kind of overarching control there. When you say the people who, the good people who you described as the people who do nothing, the people who do stuff, the people who help the do stuff, do stuff, and the people who do nothing... um, do you mean just people who are living their lives as just normal people? They're not, they're not necessarily going well, out. Think of it uh, like think of as it like missionaries this. to other foreign. I will. The lands. Bible is that what you mean? The Bible gives us a good example, but I'll say my example first. So you've got a guy begging for money, right? And the first example, the guy who fights, says fighting homelessness, is the guy who is setting up these shelters, who's pretty much letting out of not letting out like making people come into his home so that they have a place to warm <laughs> make it like come don't don't sleep outside i the command rain. you homeless have people, my bed no That's, more be homeless do not be homeless no more have my home that kind of guy this but selfless homeless. get in my house <laughs> <laughs> this selfless man all right that's the first example of a man who's fighting the evil of well, not even the evil, but, you know, it's it's not very nice, is it, homelessness? Yes, yes. The second one is the person helping him. So it could be the guy's family or fundraisers or, or supporting the guy's cause, right? Giving him some food. Whatever, yeah. Now, do you, you know. think the people who pass by homeless people and not give them any money or any food are bad people? Uh, I'm not going to make any moral judgments. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, like, there's a million people walking by a homeless guy every day, not all it would be good if a million of them all put in a couple quid but none of them are going to do but i wouldn't necessarily say any of them would be evil of course in a million people there's a lot of evil people but like in a great some total people i would not say that the grand majority because my first reaction to people is you know you're not a bad person you know I, i tend to see the good in people like you said see christ in see you're all made in the image of god see that before you see anything else i guess well you want the the bible teaches for no one to don't condemn others within yourself do not exactly don't make any moral judgment within yourself however obviously the bible has a set of uh has has a moral structure and guidance Mm. i'm not saying like there aren't bad people or there aren't good people i'm just saying that it's 
probably immoral it's immoral for you to actually outright say someone's a bad person or maybe even say they're a good person yeah so it takes courage is what i'm trying to get at that dif- that differentiates between the people who fight and the people who don't it's nothing to do with whether how good or bad they are well if if you're talking about you want to speak yeah all right come on good man <laughs> courage is the one ingredient that and it's the rarest ingredient i think in people these days in which people will stand up and essentially try their very hardest to achieve something that they fully and wholeheartedly believe is right but then there's also that kind of aspect to people where people are going to follow anybody who has a loud voice in a large social media platform and no matter what they say like we live in a society now i think i've told you this before if ariana grande tweets i hate so and so all seven million of her fans are going to also hate that person for absolutely no reason other than ariana grande said or so so automatically society to me that's a big problem in my head anyway so it takes courage then to obviously differentiate between being a follower being a sort of sheep and i'm going back to this sort of sheepdog analogy where we live in a in a field as we said farmers field and you know you have the sheep and you have the wolves and you know we we, we talked about that last yep, time yep, yep. so is courage ultimately that makes sheepdogs the courage is what separates the sheepdogs to the sheep sheeps are sheep are not courageous at all right um the only time a sheep would be courageous would be a mother maybe protecting its lamb but even then i've never heard of a sheep try and murder the farmer <laughs> um it's the wolves it's the wolves that do the well, killing well they'll do a bit of headbutting if oh oh wow headbutt oh man got a bit of bruise in my leg there from a wee sheep but you know i'm all right it it's not gonna sound. it's not gonna snap your leg off is what i'm trying to say all right that's that's what the wolves do and i think in order to heal a society where people are so first of all there's not enough courage but also when people are so confused about what's good and what's evil you know we all have it we all know murder is evil like it's pretty pretty easy to understand so therefore automatically we all have something that connects us all yeah people may say it's okay to murder some kind of people you know those are just different people we're following different faiths following different backgrounds attributes but we all generally have a same moral value so if we all have a same moral value why can't we you know encompass that and actually create something new now, what is it that I mean by new? We're already living in a society where obviously murder is very much bad. We're already living in a society that has been built off the Western society anyway, has been built off the construct of the gospel of the Bible. So why do a lot of Christians who I've talked to, a lot of atheists who I've talked to, see a decline in society? Um, I looked up actually earlier in preparation for this, how to fix society. <laughs> And you get a bunch of liberal crap coming up. It's like all about climate change. It's all about getting people out of power, getting new economy, getting a world, like sort of a, a, a worldwide sort of image where everyone can just be everything, anything they want to be. Right. And I'm just like, uh, where's the courage though? Where's the, where's the, where's the, there, where's the standard in which sheep, in which wolves can become sheepdogs because i believe the christian worldview is the only worldview in which a world uh, in which a wolf can be uh, can be tamed into a sheepdog in which there's a forgiveness but then also uh 
a sort of willingness to give oneself up and be given to the farmer to God. So what am I getting at here when I'm sort of piecing this all together to try and fix society? It's be courageous, you know, be the person that can stand up in the middle of a bus and stop whatever's going on there. Oh, we got we got piles of superhero movies nowadays with too much in my opinion and it's just the same thing over and over again there's an evil that rises up and only the person with the superhuman quality can save the day courage is that superhuman quality and which is very very achievable and can be trained up with it's very very hard i believe to conquer what you're afraid of, what you're afraid of is your courage the courage you're talking about would that just be um, the courage to, you know, I'm going to try, I'm going to try my best to, despite the circumstances, I'm going to try my best. Courage in every sense of the word, Josh. In every aspect, be courageous. If you, if there's something that you feel is not quite right, and yet you hide it away, like, I, I have this, I have this about me, right? If I see something that's not quite right, I have to do something about it. I have to. Right, like, and I just, oh, and if I don't, it like haunts me for the rest of the week. I'm like, why didn't they do anything? In fact, it's so bad. The other day at work, right, we were all sitting in the car, and there was a guy on a bike, and he ran right, he, he cycled right past us, threw his bike away, and jumped over sort of the construction site fence, right, and sprinted away. And we were just hearing sirens everywhere. And then he was a bit confused in the construction site. He was like, all right, where am I going to go? So he sort of just hid around the corner of a building and then a bunch of policemen came over and they were like oh where is he and we were like oh flip he's running from the police there and then the police went away and then he came back around the corner and i had this i just wanted to jump over that fence and chase after this guy and tackle him to the ground i was just like Ugh. and i do believe a lot of guys have that kind of attribute you know they did make up these scenarios were you ever josh tell me honestly right were you ever like sitting an exam right in school and you were and you're done before everyone you've got like half an hour left or ten, two minutes, and you just sit and you just imagine things. You, imagine things. Like you just, you just sit there, like, well, what would happen if like got in a fight later, and I was like, oh, it's just so cool, and I beat him up and stuff, and <laughs> I saved an old lady at the same time. You just fantasize about being a hero, and I think a lot of guys do that a lot. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so when that guy I saw run from the police was running away and was jumping over walls and stuff, I was just like, I could do that a lot faster than him. I'm a lot faster than him. I'm tolerant. No, I, I, he's, look, he's a skinny guy. Like I could take him. I could, I, I could help the police out here. But then I didn't. And I'm not saying that that's bad because, like, obviously we're just going to go, hey, he's running for the police, you know. But examples like that only on like a higher level. Like, um, you see, just I saw the other day a girl just screaming at her wee dog, a wee puppy, like viciously screaming. Right. And I just wanted to take the puppy away because it just didn't deserve that at all. It just wanted to do a wee. <laughs> it's just, just like, what are you doing, you stupid dog? We have to get home right now. It's just yanking the lead and stuff. And I was just like, that's not on. So why am I telling you these weird stories? I have no idea. Because courage, Josh. <laughs> because courage is the thing that makes us think of those things first and then act upon them. If you see bad things, and that is what heals society. When people are courageous, when people are able, when a, when a good amount of people are able to stand up to what they believe is wrong, look at um, the voiceless NI. The, me and you went on a lot of those march, marches, uh, the silent marches for a worsen because, you know, me and you 
hit hit abortion like so th- that's what me and you did and i i wouldn't it wouldn't be courageous you know like you know people who are courageous right go and they stand up for something that they believe is right all right it takes more courage to stand alone but yeah. then when more people join you that courage turns into hope and i think that's the key thing with christians when we when we stand alone and the bible teaches we're never alone but when we stand alone it takes courage to stand alone but that that loneliness turns into hope when more people see you standing alone when more people look at that person and go hang on a second that person and i'm just going to read it again that person their love is genuine they abhor they hate evil and they hold fast to what is good when you when somebody describes you as that you will you literally feel ecstatic you literally feel oh my goodness like i i didn't think that before i'm actually somebody's told me that i'm actually doing what i'm actually doing a good job here i'm actually being a decent person in fact i'm being more than just a decent person i'm being i'm forwarding something that is important something that can save a lot of people that's courage that's courage and when as soon as people start to understand that courage is rewarding rather than you know just keeping it inside keeping it to our little fantasies real change can happen within their lives Ex- extreme change um like even in schools right if you're listening to this and you're still in school for example like yeah, how great is it to like just like be the man of the class you know <laughs> like what i mean by that is just like you're laughing away but like you ever have you ever have one of those moments where you're just like i'm actually gonna i remember in english right we're all just slagging off just america and donald trump and they were all and the result they were just making these stuff up just to and i literally stood up and i just went right yeah is this an english class or is this a flipping political agenda man you just feel great because then everyone was just like oh you know but like it's those kinds of situations that bring forth change and those kinds of situations which I'm ta- calling on people to actually, you know, stand up and be courageous, you know, hate evil, be genuine, your love is be genuine and do what is good because co- real courage comes from love. I think that's what I'm just going to close with. Real courage comes from love. When you have a genuine love for people, when you have a genuine love for doing what is right, and if you do, and if that love is genuine and doing what's right, you want to make sure that whatever you want to follow is the right thing. A lot of people, when they get told something is right, they'll go along with it. You know, like if you are truly genuine in your love, you will do your, you will literally get everything you need to win a battle in which is mental and which is is this really right and if it is then you will be even more prepared for it and if it's not you'll understand that this is not actually something that needs to happen this is actually something that i must stand against and even then it's that courage that kind of choice a lot of people these days feel like they can't say oh i stand against that or oh i don't really want to i'm just going to stay quiet about it you're right be courageous because that inspires it inspires people around you well yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Um, an episode prior, I talked about I think Aristotle. He followed his daemon, follow your daemon, which is be your guiding spirit, follow your conscience, conscience. Um, yeah, if you if you if you do something that is that's just against your conscience, then you're on a a bandy road. Uh, you'd have you need to be careful. Um, 
um, you can't you can't just uh, I'm not saying I'm not not saying pointing finger at you, but I'm just um, making a point. You need to be careful uh, not just like point fingers and be like this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is why it's wrong, blah blah. blah. As even if it was if it's true, you need to because you need to embody that. Uh, you need to embody the change because mm. I um. Yeah, cur- as I said, courage is hopeless without love. Yeah. You know, I even think of... Um, e- evil people are courageous. All right. Yeah, I mean, most evil people are cowards. Like, cowards will are the kinds of people that shut up schools. You know, cowards are the people who are bullies, essentially, who can easily dominate people who can't protect themselves. You know, courageous people are the people that protect the people who are who will not protect themselves and then therefore inspire the people who are who need protecting to then do the protecting it's that kind of chain reaction and it's what you see in through the bible god does the protecting god does the commanding god is like our officer our our conqueror commanding our superior and through all the stories in the bible great great things are done seas are parted bread comes from heaven um six the the um the, the crippled is healed all on account of love now what I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to say like oh jesus was so courageous in doing what he was doing man knew exactly what he was doing because he had the holy spirit holy spirit is what gave him the the, the power to go to, to do what he did in gethsemane he said if it be your will take this cup from me and he was sweating blood like it was it was it was a lot of strain a lot of stress on him what he said by your will be done and not by my own we that is the ultimate stance of bravery and courage is to live by god's will and not by your own that's why the bible does not have a book in it that says how to rebuild a society but rather how to just be how to just live in any kind of society there's christians being persecuted all over the world and they're all reading the same book so the Bible is the only book that has that fluid, fluid adaptability that can command people to go to their deaths freely, like back in Roman times when the the starters of the entertainment was the weekly Christians being fed to lions and tigers. You know, the Bible is the only book in which that can inspire such martyrdom, I think, um, such true martyrdom that has lasted thousands and thousands of years that's the pinnacle of courage the one what the bible says and people are going to be like well ben show us the evidence of that man just read romans read what the paul read what david did read just read it i'll, I'll say this I, I i do agree with you but uh, we need to we need to put this into because it's just a lofty idea as is right how do we get a good society? What, like, what does even society even mean? Like, uh, big family. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even just think of the right in this uh, area here, over the town or a village, wherever you've got, um, you don't know anyone here, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'm not condemning you for. I'm just saying, put put it into in real terms, right? Society, yeah, yeah, love each other. But what does that look like? Um, Jordan Peterson would he would he could say. Um. Well, think about think about the things you're doing in your everyday life, right? Say you're just a normal guy, you're a father of whatever, right? You've got a job, and that's and that's maybe you go to church or something, but that's 
you say you're just a normal guy, right? You're not out fighting some sort of uh, some political thing. You're not. You're not. You're not overthrowing some tyranny. You're just living your life, right? Which is a big enough thing to deal with as it is. And you just think, right? If you've got so and so many, say, if you're arguing with your son, he says he's a young son, uh, to go to bed at a certain time, right? Say if it takes like uh, forty-five minutes every day, right? If you calculate that out, um, uh, I've said numbers. Hopefully, I don't have to do maths. <laughs> if you've got like forty-five minutes, um, get a calculator. Out, man. Forty-five minutes times seven. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, forty-five minutes uh, to get your kid to bed every day, right? Uh, seven days a week. What is that? Uh, forty-five times seven, then. It's three hundred and fifty. Right, and then times that by four for a month, right? And then ti- times that by twelve. Fifteen thousand one hundred and twenty. Then divide that by sixty. Two hundred and fifty. Then divide that by forty. Six point three. Six point three forty-hour work weeks. Yeah, sure. Go with that. <laughs> did you do it right? I did do it. Right. No, that's oh, that's size of forty. Whatever. Yeah. No, that's no, that's 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 a week of work. That's a week. That's of right. Work. That's uh, more than just over a week of uh, a forty-hour over a week arguing. of that, and that's just spent solely arguing with your son and you think um what's that going to do with your relationship over just a year man right if you extrapolate that to the future if you extrapolate that um maybe you're slight you're not you're not um a bit um say you're you're very uh, abrasive to the people you work even just slightly right how how long you're that's this is your life right your life isn't the big moments because they're singularities they don't they don't even they barely exist in your time frame right but the things you do every day they are what make up your life right this, this is why i made give that example of brushing the teeth in the episode prior right if you get to the stage where you've completely satisfied satisf- uh, you're completely satisfied um in the simple act of brushing your teeth that's all you need in life, right? It's just the small things, man. Uh, and then he'd, he'd, John Pierce would also say, right, get your act together before you change the world. Clean your room. Make sure your like, if your house isn't in, isn't in order, what makes you think you can change the world for better and not mess up? Because like, a good man would be hard pressed to make a good country, right? And if he can't even see set your house in order, of what what hope have you got? This is exactly what i'm getting at here yeah the bible this is why this is why me and you work together very well josh i just say some random crap and then you like interpret it <laughs> basically right the bible the reason why it doesn't say go out and change the world change yourselves first is because that's that small it starts in the home your bullseye your bullseye um analogy where you've got yourself in the center and then the smaller circle around that center is your family your friend and then the next one's your friends and the next one's the stranger all right you can't just expand yourself to cover the entire uh target you need to start small um and that's what courage and love and this idea of the bible of what changing the world is actually like because jesus changed the world already we're just waiting for him to come back and we're doing the best we can about it it starts with as you say making your bed tidying the room 
getting little habits in which will benefit you to do the best thing you can. In yeah, the I read that calculation. Just, no, it's it's not it's six point eight work weeks. Yeah, that's mad. Six point eight working weeks of arguing yeah. with your son. But if you can master that, right? If you can master that, and if you can get obviously a fantastic relationship it's with your son months. out of that, right? Then it's all worth it. That's what I'm trying to get at. That work that you put in becomes worth it if you do it correctly, if you do it to the guidance. And what guidance do you say? The guidance that we have, because it's done us a world of good. It's done us more than a world of good. But a lot of people aren't experiencing that guidance. It's our job to be courageous and show that guidance. To not only make people courageous to stand up for what is right, but to be courageous enough to get into little tiny habits that can change the world later. Like there's an inspirational speech called um, uh, 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 Make Your Bed. It's this naval officer who basically says, every morning, make your bed. Because it's the one small achievement that you've done that day. And if you make your bed and then leads down here, and it's really, really good. I highly recommend you look it up because it's very motivational. And um, and even and then there's another one, and he, the that guy says it's it's this baseball team, but basically the coach of the baseball team after he got found a broom and he cleaned out the lockers every single game, and he didn't need to do that. The janitors needed to do that. That was their job, but he did anyway. And it completely changes everyone's perspective of that kind of person. Be courageous to find your broom. Be courageous to tidy your room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's those little things that transform your mindset. If applied to the Gospels as well, you can do, you can smash creator, creators into any kind of evil that comes your way. Any kind of, because not only have you got a mindset of a courage, but you've also got the God of goodness, of courage, of the, the reason why fear cowers the reason why like the fear of fear is god is goodness and we've got that on our side so that's what i'm trying to say the how to how to fix how to fix society with quotation marks it starts with you like just with yourself being better finding your broom to tidy your room this is att thank you for listening <laughs> very good very good Thank you very much for listening. Please do get in contact with us. Give us some more topics to do. Um, really, really, really love it. And um, got yeah. too many topics to do. Right, thank you. Thank you very much. Like and comment. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>